Welcome back to the Weights and Wine Podcast. My name is Netta Veda. I am your host. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Netta, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. If you like this episode and found anything helpful, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. You guys, I haven't been on a mic recording a podcast episode in weeks. <laughs> I had so much downtime one week that I just bulk recorded a plethora of episodes. And by plethora, I mean like two or three. <laughs> so it's been quite a while. My mic skills are a little rusty, so bear with me. But I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to share all my life updates. And I feel like there's been quite a few, but like not, if that makes sense. So one thing I want to just jump right into is when people talk about losing weight and losing fat, those are two completely different things. And actually, now that I think about it, I feel like that should be an episode on its own, but I'm just going to give you a quick little spiel. So if you've been listening, you know that I joined Orange Theory a few months ago. And since I've been in it for a few months, um, should also just mention that before that I wasn't really doing much cardio. I think I would average like six to 7,000 steps a day, nothing crazy. And then since joining Orange Theory, I go there at least two or three times a week. And I just feel like it's made me a lot more active outside of the studio as well. So basically now I'm getting between nine and 11K steps a day, which is awesome. And one of my new favorite things to do is read a book while I'm walking on the treadmill at the gym. If I don't go to Orange Theory that day, that's what I'll kind of do. But I digress. So I was in the gym and I've been in my home gym for four or five years now. And I've had so many people come up to me and telling me that I look so leaned out and so toned and just what am I doing and stuff. And it's so funny because I'm bulking right now. So I'm trying to put on weight and put on muscle. And I know I'm getting stronger because I'm tracking my weights and I'm continuously progressing in them. And I know I'm leaning out because I have all this added cardio that I've been doing. So it's just so crazy how just what your body will do when you put in the work. And I feel like sometimes things cause a domino effect. So by me joining Orange Theory, I was basically forced to do cardio for 30 minutes. And not only that, but it just helped me gain such a sense of clarity. So now on my days that I don't go there, like I said, I'll read a book or I'll probably watch something on YouTube like Abby Sharp, I love her videos. 10 out of 10 would recommend, especially if you are someone who is into nutrition or you struggle with what to eat to lose weight or anything like that. She is the person to go to. I will binge watch her YouTube videos while walking or running. And I don't know, I just feel like it's so crazy. Like you put in the work and then your body changes. And I didn't even realize, but I had multiple people telling me and It's just so crazy. And I feel like if you are someone who does that, you need to acknowledge all the hard work you put in to achieving your goals. And you should honestly celebrate that all the time. And you should be selfish about it because this is your body. You have one body to take care of and to do what you want with. Because you could be sitting on the couch every single day eating bags and bags and bags of potato chips and not moving. 
Or you could have a balance of life where you eat potato chips, but you also work out and you strain train and you walk and you eat high protein meals and you drink water and you sleep seven to eight hours a night and you live your life. So life's all about choices. And if you are someone who consistently and daily chooses to improve their body and by body, I don't mean just physically, I mean, push yourself to progress. I'm talking about your mental health. I'm talking all the things that go into it. So if you are someone who does that, then you should give yourself a round of applause because this shit is not easy to do. It's not easy to wake up every day and make these choices. But at the end of the day, you know what's good for you. And honestly, it's so funny to me how people demonize, like, let's just say, like, for lack of a better word, health food or diet food. And they, like, talk about how gross it is and stuff. And it's like, no one's telling you to eat overnight oats. If you don't like overnight oats, don't eat them. I hate chia seed pudding. I don't eat chia seed pudding. No matter how many people on my free page on TikTok tell me they start their day with it, I don't care because I don't like it. People demonize or they say chicken, broccoli, and brown rice is gross and bland. Well, guess what? Then don't freaking eat it. There's so many alternatives you can do. And it's just so mind-blowing to me how some people are still just stuck in that mentality. But that just, it is what it is. And hopefully this podcast is something you can listen to to get out of that mentality because life is all about balance. Like when I celebrated my 28th birthday this past weekend and I think on Friday I had maybe 20 grams of protein max. No, it's definitely more. I had maybe 50 grams of protein max and I lived my life for that day. I wanted a day where I did Orange Theory with my favorite coach and then I did nothing for the rest of the day. I enjoyed life. I watched a lot of Hulu. I ate a lot. I read a lot. I just had a me day. And then that was that. I had such a nice day of doing nothing. And then the next day I got right back into it. So it's all that balance. And it's funny because my parents got me a birthday cake the next day. And obviously I had a shitload of junk food the day before. So it's just all about finding that balance of life because you... You can't live your life saying no to a piece of cake. It's not how it works. You are going to be one miserable person. You have to find the balance of, okay, I can eat this slice of cake along with all my nutrient-dense foods throughout the day, along with strain training, along with getting all my steps in a day, along with hydrating, along with getting sleep. Like There's a balance of things that you can do And to deprive yourself or to say, no, I can't do that because I'm dieting and this and that. It's like, let's go back to square one. One freaking slice of cake is not going to make or break you. It's not. And I think that the sooner people start realizing that, the more able you are to really get to that point of balance. And to understand that food is fuel. Food is meant to be enjoyed. Move your body. Do the 80-20 rule. Like There's so many things you can do. And it's not just so black and white where it's like, I can't eat that slice of cake because I'm going to get fat. You're not going to get fat from a slice of cake. I promise you that because I had quite a few slices of cake this weekend and I don't think I'm fat right now. So trust me, you are not going to get fat from a slice of cake if that's your fear. Similarly, like you're not going to get bulky if you lift heavy. Like I've been lifting heavy for years now and I still can't get to the way I want to look. You think I'm going to look like, I don't even know, these like super ripped and jacked 
fitness people on social media, like you're not going to look like that from adding 10 more pounds to your squats. Like, trust me. It's so, it's such like a consistent habit that needs to happen over and over again daily or weekly for you to even get there. So one slice of cake is not going to make or break you. Lifting heavy is not going to make or break you. I don't really know what toll this intro took, but we're going to move on into the bulk of this episode. We are going to talk about my favorite topic, and that is sleep. Because sleep is so important to your gains, and I don't think people really realize that. So I thought it honestly needed its own episode because hot girls love sleep, and hot girls who sleep get hotter. (laughs) Sleep really is the key to a lot of your health and fitness, whether you are bulking, whether you are cutting, whether you're maintaining, Even if you just want to live a healthy and active lifestyle, sleep is such a key component. And it's really not talked about enough, but we're going to talk about it now. So without further ado, let's talk about why sleep is so important. So to begin, let's talk about what is sleep and why it's important. So sleep is defined as a period of rest, a sedentary state of mind and body characterized by altered consciousness, rest to uh, relatively inhibited sensory activity, reduced muscle activity, and reduced interactions with surroundings. So sleep consists of REM, which is rapid eye movement, and non-REM sleep. The average of seven hours is important for all adults, and this should be consistent. It's not just, oh, I slept seven hours on Monday, and I'm good. Like, you want to be aiming to hit seven hours consistently, as an adult in general. And what this does is it sets your body's biological clock according to the pattern of daylight where you live. So think about it. When you wake up, it's kind of like when the sun is rising. And then as the sun's setting later on in the night and it gets darker, you're naturally going to get more tired. Like I know, for example, I live on Long Island. And once it started getting dark at like 5 p.m., everyone's just exhausted. And there's a reason for that. It's biological. Like you see the darkness and you kind of associate that with sleep, whether you know it or not, whether it's conscious or unconscious. So looking at the patterns of the sun and the night correlate to your sleep cycle. And it's similar on vacation as well. So no matter where you are, that's what your body is just naturally going to do. And again, going back to that seven hours, you want to aim to hit that every single night consistently. Obviously, there's other factors that go into it, such as your lifestyle. For example, if you're a nurse who works the 12-hour shift overnight, obviously, you're not going to be sleeping when the sun is down. If you are someone who has a brand new newborn, a brand new baby at home, you're probably not getting seven hours consistently because you have to wake up and feed them and change them or whatever people do with babies. I'm not sure. I don't have a child or a baby, so I can't speak on that. But there definitely are other factors that go into it as well. Overall, we are going to just focus on the general population of people. We're going to focus on people who are doing the 80-20, who are making gym gains, who also love Diet Coke and Rice Krispie Treats, and who just want to better progress themselves. So this is for you. This is what we're going to talk about in terms of sleep. And if you are not someone who falls into one of these categories, then this probably won't relate to you. But hear me out because we're going to talk about why sleep is important. So the benefits of sleep are that 
aside from health and fitness, what it does is it reduces stress, it improves your mood, your clarity also improves, you get sick less often, and then you have a low risk of health problems like diabetes and heart disease. So sleep, again, no matter if you're into fitness or not, is so important. And it's not just the sleep, it's the consistency of it. I'm just going to keep reiterating the consistency of the seven hours of sleep really is like life-changing. And going into how it affects your health and fitness, sleeping similarly to rest days allows your muscle tissue time to recover between workouts and it gives your body the energy it needs to exercise. So let's think about it. You have your workout split, right? And usually you have one or two rest days. And if you have two rest days, you want to make at least one of them a complete rest day where you do absolutely nothing versus an active rest day where you're still moving, you're still active, you're cycling on purpose, you're walking or running on purpose, you might do mobility or whatnot. But I think you really, really need to take a true, true rest day at least once a week because your body is constantly under stress with exercise, let alone the stress of life in general. But with exercise, your body undergoes so much stress, especially if you're someone who lifts heavy like I do. And you need to take the time to recover and you need to let your body refuel, re-energize, take a rest so that it can better perform. This is something that took me years to understand and to really let sink into my mind that I needed to take a full rest day. So I'm telling you now, don't make the same mistakes I did. Take that rest because once you take that rest, your gains are going to be, they're going to skyrocket. They're going to multiply because you're actually letting your body rest. So similarly to when you sleep, your body's not doing anything. And your body needs to not do anything. Even if you're scrolling your phone and let's say what's cutting into your seven hours of sleep is you scrolling on TikTok. Even the act of your thumb scrolling, that's still movement that your body's doing. It's part of the need. Remember the non-exercise activity thermogenesis? That's still a part of need, you scrolling your thumb. So when you sleep, you are physically literally not doing anything And that's what your body needs to not do anything at all and to take complete rest. So that's why sleep is so important. And that's why you need to aim to get at least seven hours. I love ranges. So I would say like a six to eight hour range and you should be good. And going off on the next way it affects your health and fitness, it gives your body the energy it needs to exercise. So let's say you're someone who works out early in the morning like I do. I know if I don't get adequate sleep, I am not going to want to do anything. And I'm going to toot my own horn and say, I luckily am disciplined enough to know that even if I don't, even if I get like six hours instead of the eight hours that I usually get, I'll still go to the gym, but I probably won't perform my best. I could perform my best. I could perform adequately or I could perform poorly. It's really kind of hard to say until you're actually in it. But I know that in general, speaking for myself, I... I'm not going to be at my peak. And I feel like people who are just getting into health and fitness, if your sleep wasn't the best the night before or you just feel lethargic in the morning and you maybe you haven't hit that point of relying on discipline and instead you're still continuously looking for motivation, 
maybe you just won't go to the gym overall. Because again, that goes back to the difference between consistency and discipline. You are not going to be motivated every day to go to the gym, but you have to be consistent and you have to be disciplined enough to go every single day. There's obviously differences between like getting six hours of sleep versus eight hours and then feeling a little lethargic. Or if you were just literally tossing and turning all night and the baby was up crying or you got in a fight with your partner and you were crying all night, like those are different circumstances. What I'm talking about here at being disciplined versus motivated is literally just like maybe you got an hour less sleep. So you just, I feel like each situation is different. Every situation is unique. So you just kind of have to see what works for you or what doesn't work for you. But I know for me personally, I will not take a rest day unless it's scheduled, obviously, unless it was like a really, really, really shit night of sleep. So that's something to just take into consideration. I luckily am able to kind of push through it and just move on and get a workout in or get some type of movement. And just because I also know it's going to set the tone for the rest of my day. And that's why I personally prefer working out in the morning because it just really makes me feel like I'm ready to go for the rest of the day. Anyway, moving on to how sleep helps you reach your goals. The better rested you are, the better your mind and body functions. I mean, like, duh, think about it. It's kind of like common sense. If you're well rested and you wake up and you just jump right out of bed and the birds are chirping and the birds are putting your nightgown on like a Disney movie, like you are in such a great mood and you are so motivated and you're just happy and you're ready to hit the gym. Well, duh, it's because you got a good rest. This all goes back to the same thing, like get your freaking sleep in. And then not only is your mindset right, and then your body's like, all right, let's freaking go. Let's go get these gains. Let's go stretch. Let's go PR on these squats. Like, I don't know, whatever you do. (laughs) Adequate sleep has also been shown to help motivate people to stick to their exercise plan on workouts the next day. Well, yeah, because again, think about it. When you get a good night's rest, you're so... Like, you're on cloud nine in the morning. Now, imagine that feeling every single day. This is why consistent sleep is so freaking important. Obviously, if you can do it. But overall, the general population of people, you need to be getting this much sleep. Like, this should be a non-negotiable for you in your health and fitness journey. Like, sleep is so freaking important. Because the act of sleep itself may not seem like a big deal, but it's just mainly like the domino effect that it causes for every aspect of your body for the rest of the day. Think about it. The better sleep you get, the more energized you are in the morning, the more motivated you are to work out, the more you're going to crush your workout and really do well and excel. And then just you're going to be energized for the rest of the day. It's all a domino effect. And it really starts with you being disciplined and motivated enough to turn Netflix off, put your phone away, You don't need to be scrolling on TikTok until 1 a.m. in the morning. Like, honestly, what are you doing? (laughs) Get a, I don't even know what people used to go to sleep, like the night light or like the night sound with the waterfall or something or a diffuser. I don't know. Do what you got to do. Get your seven hours of sleep. It's not going to be easy at first, but you have to make this a pattern. That's what it is. It's everything's a pattern. Everything's just a habit that you build over time. So if you're serious about your health and fitness goals, you will do the hard work and you will put in the hard work now so that eventually down the line, it's natural. Like I'll tell you, when I first started working out consistently about four and a half, five years ago, sleep sucked for me and it was very difficult for me to get adequate sleep in. 
But once I started waking up at six in the morning to go to the gym and then I worked and then sometimes I had my grad school classes at night, I was just so naturally tired that I didn't want to do anything else besides go to sleep. So if you're in a similar situation like that, then your body is just naturally going to feel tired as well, which could be a good thing because then your body is kind of telling you like, hey, this is our new pattern now. Thank you. But if not, you might have to create your new sleeping pattern, which is okay to do because you are going to feel so much better once you hit those six to eight hours of sleep. And also we're going to talk about nutrition for a quick second because research research has also shown that when you have not as good sleep the night before, your food choices are going to be impacted the next day as well. So you're going to opt for something that you may not typically opt for just because you feel like you need that energy. So Instead of getting like a black coffee or like a shaken espresso or something relatively like let's say low calorie at Starbucks, you're probably going to get something like super sugary to help wake you up, which isn't a bad thing. Have the sugar all you want. But if it's a whole day of just high calorie sugar things, it's going to affect you whether you like it or not, because that's a lot of extra calories you're putting into your body that you probably didn't need. And this goes back to the domino effect of lack of sleep and how it affects you. So, oh, actually, I skipped ahead. Now we're going to talk about lack of sleep and how it affects you. So we got the nutrition part down. It's just going to lead you to make poor food choices. But again, this goes back to being disciplined enough to say, even if I had a shitty night of sleep, I still don't have to let my whole day now be ruined. I can still make it better. Um, going into the fitness part, not getting enough sleep can lead to being less physically active during the day and reduce muscle strain during workouts. Again, kind of a no-brainer, kind of common sense. You get shitty sleep, you wake up, even if you drag yourself to the gym like I do sometimes, I'm not going to have a peak performance. I might, I totally could, but more likely than not, I probably won't. And that's just, I mean, a fact. If I'm exhausted, I'm not going to perform better. And then if you're tired from not getting good sleep the night before, you're probably going to be tired the whole day because it's not like you can take a second sleep. You might take a nap or so throughout the day. And that's if you can even have one because I know most jobs are back to work. A lot of people aren't remote anymore. A lot of people are, but a lot of people aren't. So if you're someone who goes to the office, you can't really take a nap in the office. So it just kind of has a whole domino effect and... I don't know how many times I've said the word domino in this episode, but that's really just to show you the importance of sleep. And going back to how lack of sleep affects you, we're going to go back to the more serious stuff outside of your health and fitness. Well, actually, no, this is your health and fitness. Um, It does raise risks of disease that can range from heart disease, stroke, obesity, and dementia. So just something to keep in mind, it really is kind of wild how sleep affects you and just if you are someone who's into the gym and health and fitness just get your sleep in try if you're someone who gets three hours right now try and aim for six and then if you can get the six hours then aim for seven but it goes back to the setting your goals episode you need to have smart goals you can't just go from sleeping three hours now to all of a sudden you're going to sleep eight hours a night like that's not how it's going to work it's it's, it's going to be like a train crash. It's You can't do it that way. Start small and then gradually increase over time. If you can do it all at once, and that's awesome. That's great for you. I feel like most people can, but to each their own. 
And on that note, that's the bulk of why sleep is important. And I hope something resonated with you. And just remember to go to sleep. I don't know why. I feel like I haven't done a favorites in a while. But I distinctly remember I did the um, open-faced egg sandwich one. And I'm kind of happy I did it when I did. Because now the price of eggs is like going crazy. And my mom said she went to Whole Foods the other day. And they only let her buy like two cases. And we are a family of egg eaters. So this is also why I told her we should just get a Costco card. But I don't know. She like doesn't want one for whatever reason. Anyway... (laughs) Oh, was it last week I did the open face egg sandwich? Okay, it might have been poor timing on my part, considering all the um, controversy around eggs now, but whatever. Because you know what? It's, what are you, not going to eat eggs? Like, if you want eggs, just freaking eat them. So, favorites for this week, I don't, oh, I know, okay. I am a sucker for sour candy. I freaking love Sour Patch, Sour Gummy Worms, Sour Strips, anything sour I'm obsessed with. And like, for example, like Lemon Heads, I don't love because they don't have like the salt on them. But the ones that do like everything I just said, like the trolley gummies, like, oh, that stuff makes me so freaking happy. I'm not a chocolate girly, but I am a sour candy girly. And for my birthday... Gil got me like a bunch of my favorite snacks. So Rice Krispies, Diet Coke, Sour Candy. And I lo- actually looked at the macros because I was kind of curious. And guys, the macros are really good for sour candy. Like no joke. So they have a good amount of carbs, but there's no fat. And there's like, I mean, it's like a gram or two of protein. But like when it's the end of the day and you're literally a gram or two away from protein. I mean, it's like a make or break. <laughs> And I think it's just such a good like mid-workout snack because it's similar to Rice Krispie where it gives you that like quick sugar boost to kind of get you through the rest of your workout. And I think I might start doing that in the morning. But the problem is that my workouts are like at 6 a.m. in the morning. So to have sour candy at that early, I might have like a downward spiral on the rest of my day. But that's fine. Because life is all about balance. You can literally eat Rice Krispies. You can eat sour candy. You can eat anything you want in moderation. And you have to learn how to do that. Because then the game will change. And then you will be on your way to success. Because you'll know balance. And I'm going to eat that on top of eating all my protein for the day. And all my carbs. Because it's time to get these gains. So anyway, that's my sour gummy (laughs) favorite of the week. I'm so happy I actually went through and like looked at all the favorites I did. I don't like have a lot of ones now. I feel like I did books already. I'm back in my reading phase. But maybe I'll share. Actually, I'll do. I'll share a few of my favorite books I've been reading. I'm into thrillers. So I read No Exit, which was a good book. I tried watching the movie on Netflix. uh, Not Netflix, I'm sorry. On Hulu. And I feel like they just... It didn't do what I wanted it to do. It didn't give me what I wanted it to give me. I kind of was checked out at the beginning when Darby started off where she wasn't supposed to be. And it just, I didn't love it. But I still like will force myself to watch it eventually. This is actually the third time I tried watching it because I watched it when it first came out, but I thought it was boring. And I think I watched it again because I saw that I had only started it last time. 
And then I was confused. And then this is the third time I started after reading the book. And I don't know. I have to like sit down and force myself to watch it. But anyway, the book was good. I binge read a book yesterday called The Kind Worth Killing. And it was so freaking good. And I have, I'm just looking at what I have in the library. I have Dark Matter, which I heard is a book best to go into blind. So I will probably read that sometime later only because... Right now, I kind of feel like I need a lighter book after The Kind Worth Killing, but I'm reading The Obsession, which is like a young adult novel. So I feel like the young adult novels are kind of quick, easy reads. Like they're like thriller-esque, but like on the lighter side, if that makes sense. So if you have any good thriller book recommendations, let me know. And I hope you enjoyed this episode all about sleep. I hope you go out and eat your sour gummies and live your life and get your sleep in because sleep is the key to making your gains. And if you want to set yourself apart from everyone else, Get your freaking sleep in and have a great week. Have a good one.